Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is episode 25 on the Merry Biz podcast with Jen George of OneShift. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Merry Biz on. Okay, I have to ask now. Okay, you mentioned working in government. You girls look 17. Oh. How old are you? <laughs> that is so funny. I, oh my God. I'm, I'm Carla, so I'm 25. And I'm 28. Are you kidding? Seriously, when I was like sending you the, hey, do you want to join the like-minded bitches drinking one? I'm like, oh, it's alcohol. They're not of age. Is this going to be weird? Oh, so my funny. God. That that I so thought funny. that you were just saying that because um, like we have a health vlog. And I was like, I was like no, we drink wine sometimes. <laughs> That is so funny. No, don't even worry because I still get ID'd and I'm like, guys, I I'm, see why. I'm 10 years older than 18. Like I, not just like a couple years, 10 whole years. So bloody funny. Oh, my God. Oh, that, I'm so sorry. No, no, don't even worry. It's a compliment, really. Yeah. We, we, always, we always say, oh, it's just because of the way we eat. Like it's of like course, a good testimonial. Right? <laughs> you look 10 years younger. <laughs> Oh, so funny. <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's so awesome just to connect with you as well. So thank you again. But um, should we get started? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> All righty. Today's guest is the founder and managing director of OneShift, an online jobs platform that provides one-off shifts, casual, part-time and short-term employment. She's heavily involved in the startup and business community as a mentor and was awarded first place for top 50 Australian emerging leaders as well as Young Entrepreneur of the Year 2015. Welcome to Mary Beers, Jen George. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for having me, ladies. <laughs> We're so excited you're here. And the first question we ask all our guests is what is on your agenda today or what have you been up to already? It's kind of lunchtime-ish. Yeah, it is. It's about 1.37, so I actually just finished lunch. Um, but before that, I guess kick off the day, I'll try and do some form of clear your head exercise. Um, and I start, I get up at about 5.30, read emails, then go do that at about 6. Um, do that for an hour and then well, 45 minutes-ish. And then um, from there, scrap down some scrambled eggs and then straight to work. So generally in the you know, early day in the office so I can get stuff done before, um, you know, the meetings start and everybody else is here. Uh, some quiet time to get through the admin, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just meetings and meetings would be with either clients or um, suppliers or invest our investors or, um, you know, internal meetings. So with our teams, kind of progress meetings or HR meetings or finance meetings and things like that and really kind of getting a 
um, clear visibility of the company, where it's at, where we need to make changes, you know, how can we do it better, how can we improve and um, yeah, I guess the rest of the day for me is um, just really getting on top of kind of where we're at after, you know, the Christmas sort of period, which is a big hospitality and retail yeah. period for us. So it's really trying to understand what worked, what didn't, um, where we outperformed, what we thought and so that you can really set things up for, you know, the next year. Wow. Your day is jam-packed. <laughs> now, when we first heard of One Shift, we read um, an article, and I think it was your words, and it said, rather than actively searching and applying for positions, the passive job seeker is able to create a profile and wait for the employer to contact them. And we kind of thought, oh, it's like internet dating, but for jobs. And we were like, this is exactly. bloody genius. <laughs> so tell us more about how you came up with this idea. Yeah, of course. I think um, when I first started it, or had the idea, I was um, overseas on a um, gap year backpacking in Europe Mm and um, having a lot of fun, drinking a lot of wine and, um, you know, running around as a 21-year-old. So, (laughs) I basically was in a position where um, I had to find work on super yachts because I was there to try and, um, you know, jump on a boat. You work as like a stewardess or wait staff and um, you can live on the boats, fed, accommodated and, you know, you get a pay um, slip every month and, but you get tips, cash. So, you know, you get to spend your tips and save up some money and have a lot of fun, which is great and not a bad part of the world in the south of France. No, so, um, not bad at yeah. all. <laughs> it was really tough, you know. No. <laughs> Uh, so I started hitting the docks there trying to get a job and, um, you know, finally secured a job. But, there, you know, because it is such a sort of great way to save money, have fun and meet a lot of people, there are so many other people trying to do this. Mm. So um, I finally scored an interview with a Spanish captain on a boat and literally the interview went, so do you like paella? Yes. Do you like rosé? Yes. Come on board. Come have lunch with <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> So I um, jumped on board, had lunch, and at the end of lunch, he goes, great, you can start in a month. And I was like, fantastic, thank you so much. Uh, by the way, do you mind if I actually start tomorrow because I've got 20 euros left to my name? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. if you can't last the 30 days, that's fine, we'll get somebody else. I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll be here, it's okay. So um, I basically went back to the hostel that I was staying at and there was a whole bunch of other people from chefs, waitstaff, deckhands, you name it, all severely overqualified waiting for other work to start wow. to, and there was a coffee shop downstairs basically that we all went to and um, so I went and spoke to the um, guy that the manager there and said look you know you've got all these overqualified people, chefs who cook on you know 50, 60 meter boats and um, you know de- waitstaff who can definitely handle a bacon and egg roll on a plate to a table <laughs> so um give give us the shifts let us pick and choose what we want to work everyone can negotiate their own pay wages i just want the flexibility to work when i want go have fun but last the 30 days and he was like yep sweet no dramas so we did that and funnily enough we all all made it through the 30 days and um started on the boat and kind of um after it had an amazing time but when i came back to australia i thought you know maybe there's something in this why can't people pick and choose when they want to work, how they want to work? Everything's focused on the businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I – and I had all my friends going, oh, hey, I'm trying to get work. Do you know anyone that's looking for work at the moment or, you know, all that sort of stuff? So I was trying to help my friends to find some work um, as bartenders. So I started a blog and started getting businesses who were looking for um, bartenders to post their roles on it. Um, and there was this magical – magic algorithm that would match them together wow. slash me up at 3am matching it together over a glass of wine. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Jen. That is awesome. 
was a lot of work. No, it was good. It was good fun because you'd meet so many different people. And, you know, within a month, we had 300 uni students using it because I'd post posters up after work. <laughs> I was working full time and had a couple of clubs using it and um, kind of went, okay, may- maybe there's actually something here. Yeah. So, yeah, so we built a proper website. Um, and within the first uh, five months of um, from the blog, we were actually we had um, a couple of um, thousand people using it, um, and we had our investors actually approach Whoa. us to have a conversation, saying, "Hey, look, we'd love to be involved." And this is in December 2012, so it really was all about just literally faking it till you make it, get out there, putting up, you know putting up posters with duct tape and um, looking horrible, but just getting out there and seeing what worked and what didn't. That is so wow. amazing. Wow. That is such an exciting story. Yeah. So like it's... <laughs> That's only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love like how you just like had this idea and you just went with it. So you just like did it. Was there anything like that like stopped you from doing it or did you just like go for it? Like was there any blocks or anything? Well, I don't think there's, I mean, at, you know, at our age, I can say, <laughs> 17 year olds, uh, basically, um, there's nothing, what are, what are you going to lose, right? Exactly. You don't, well, it's, we're young, we don't have a lot of things tying us down. Um, you know, I had no kid, well, still don't, no kids, no mortgage, yep. you know, all that sort of stuff at the time. And it was a lot, you know, you're doing a free blog. So, you know, you can Google anything these days and figure mm-hmm. out what, you know, how to do things. So kind of threw it all together and, you know, if it doesn't work, who cares, move on, try something else. And um, I think it's perseverance, just not expecting, you know, magic to happen when you turn a sign on. You've still got to figure out how to get people there and then how do you get them to keep using it yeah. and how do you get them to love it and, you know, how do you keep – you've got to keep listening to how people are using it, getting feedback and adapting and changing until it, you know, takes a life of its own. Amazing. So nowadays there's over 600,000 people using it, is that right? Yes, we've um, cracked 626,000 oh. um, users and about um, uh, sorry 38,000 businesses using us across Australia. So oh, amazing. So definitely. how do you spread the word about OneShift now? I mean, in the beginning you said you were posting up posters, which is, <laughs> I mean, that's like just genius really because you're getting right <laughs> to your target market. But how are you doing it now? Yeah, definitely. So um, we now do an online strategy where we basically use a DMP system where um, we will look at what's um, in our marketplace of the demand and actually look for the supply if it's not within the marketplace. So um, basically, you, we, we might have an influx of bartending jobs, for example. We get 15% of all roles um, posted in October for, for bartenders. Mm-hmm. And so we'll then have to look in the marketplace first. And if we can match people, great. If, we, if there's no one available or no one with the right skill sets, all those sorts of things, we'll then go outside of our marketplace and advertise online. Um, but the way that we make sure that we do it really efficiently is we'll try and find like or similar people based off the data that we have within the marketplace. Wow. And so you mentioned the magical algorithm in the beginning was you matching them. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's changed a little bit now. So how does it work just, now? Just a smidgen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Now we have um, you know an amazing team of six developers who kind of make it all happen, and um, we've designed the algorithm basically where it's all logic based, kind of finding the right people based off demographics, their behaviours, kind of how they interact, whether they are interested in roles, whether they're not, and it, it's all about what do the users want, what are they searching for, and how do we get those people in front of businesses um, rather than you know businesses posting jobs and waiting for people to apply, and um, through I guess the smarts behind the algorithm, our quickest filter 
time is 27 minutes from a role posted, contacted, and somebody actually turning up for work. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Wow. You're definitely shaking up the scene, like the job-seeking and job-finding scene. It's so awesome to hear all about. Um, So you mentioned your team of six developers. So, like, how big is your whole team? Yeah, so we've got around 50 staff now. So we've got an office in Sydney and and in Melbourne. Awesome. And so you're the managing director as well. So you kind of have an an eye on everything. Is that what that role is? (laughs) Harassment central, yeah, (laughs) to harass everyone. (laughs) No, but they make it what it is. And I think, you know, if you don't, a lesson that we learned early, well, the hard way was unless you have the right team driving this thing, you've got no chance at all. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely imagine. And I mean, moving through your story, in October 2013, is that right? Is that when you secured that $5 million investment? I mean, we were reading all about it online and it was just, it was mind-blowing. So <laughs> um, what happened when you did secure that investment? What changed? Was there like board members, more steps to get through with stakeholders? To be honest, it was all about making sure that we could maintain a startup mentality, making sure that we could keep mm-hmm. doing what we needed to do. Um, to create a successful business and without, you know, adding any other complexities into the situation. So we're so fortunate to have um, investors who are on the exact same page as us. They came in Mm, and went, look, how do we scale this business? And um, then uh, I guess how do we then make sure that we get the most value out of our partnership as well. So making sure that we get access to their sales teams across the country, you know, all their um, people that have worked for them before, getting access to all their businesses, um, something as simple as access to lawyer, well, not simple, it's very complex, but, you know, (laughs) simple to, you know, it costs money, all these things, getting access to legal counsel, all that sort of stuff um, adds up. So we were very fortunate to make sure that we had a five-day, five-week, five-month and five-year plan to make sure that we were both – getting the most out of the situation. So we do have a board. We have one seat for programmed, a proxy, as well as um, my CFO, my dad, who's our chairman, and myself who are on that board. And then we just have a small management team and then everybody else. So we try to keep it pretty lean and um, everyone can kind of have an effect on the direction of the company. Sounds so exciting. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So like obviously like you've gone through so much over the last couple of years. So would you say like you have this overarching lesson that you've picked up along the way or like I'm sure you have plenty but like what would be your number one lesson you've got from it all? Um, I think it really comes down to finding the right people to drive the Mm. business because at the end of the day you can have the best product in the world it can be the right time in the market but unless you have the right people who are you know literally catching stuff as it comes back at them going you know this doesn't work this works you know all the complications and troubles um, or challenges you know being able to just catch it you know, come up with a solution and keep moving. Um, you've really got no hope. So um, making sure that we have the right systems in place to attract the right talent, keep the right talent, and then also um, make sure that, you know, the team is continually improving, continually challenging themselves, learning new things and evolving with the company because that's another challenge when you first start to, you know, where you are to, you know, three, four years later. The skill yeah. sets that you need to drive the company continually change and develop. So as the business matures, the team needs to mature, Yeah, mm, which is a challenge in itself. <laughs> I can definitely understand that. So, I mean, have you always had this entrepreneurial streak within you or was it something that just popped up when you were overseas on your trip? Um, I was fortunate that my parents had both started businesses themselves. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, I think it's it never really forces you to go, oh, well, because they did, I have to. Yeah. Um, I think it's more... I didn't wake up one morning and go, oh, I want to do this. It was literally just a, oh, I'll just do a blog, try and get some jobs. We can help me and my friends out. 
next, you know, it just kind of went down that path rather than, um, I guess, uh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of all fell into yeah. play. It's like with this exactly. brilliant idea and then you just had the guts to give it a go and then it turned into this amazing business. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> so I'm sure like you obviously have like huge plans for the future of like expanding around the world. Is that the case? Like what countries are you moving into? Yeah, so we're looking constantly at you know, where is next and um, for us it's about making sure that when we as we do launch overseas more and more countries, it's making sure that we're only putting the right categories or industries in the right countries. You know, there's no point launching everything just for the sake of it in yeah. every single um, country. It's okay, right. Uh, London, for example, might be great for hospitality, but it might not be great for retail for us. So how do we get the right places to get the right traction? We're, we're more about driving efficiencies through data versus, um, I guess, just free-for-all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so yeah. exciting. And I'm, I know in the beginning we mentioned that, you know, you're you're heavily involved in the startup and business community as a mentor. I'm actually part of a Facebook group that you do run. And it's a lot of fun and it's very supportive. What's um, it called again? Uh, like-minded Bitches Drinking Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Which we absolutely love. <laughs> so you're, you obviously have this like you're very much about giving back as well. And I thought maybe we could ask you a little bit about that. And do you have that drive to sort of mentor other women or other people in the business industry? Yeah, definitely. I think we've been so fortunate to kind of, I think for myself, it's been great in the industry growing up and the business growing up. It's been about mm. reaching out and saying, hey, I can see that. I'd love to have a chat and understand what you're doing. And if we can learn something, then I can get some benefit out of it to put it in our business and you guys the same, like, you know, let's put everything on the table and see if we can all learn something from it. And kind of having that experience really resonated um, with myself. So it's always been important to get involved in all the startup communities like Fishburners, the co-working space and things like that. Um, and from there, you know, meeting so many amazing women like yourselves um, and going, hey, you know, let's just all catch up. You know, it's not about being a, you know, kumbaya, um, you know, us against men group. <laughs> It's really just about catching up in a casual environment, mm -hmm. uh, you know, glass of wine, you know, and make your own connections. If there's yeah. something you want to learn about business, great, ask somebody. You can ask the group. It's free. Go nuts. You know, wave your flag. And what we really want, we want to encourage everyone to actually wave their own flag. We've got over a thousand members now in less than three months. So that's so awesome. <laughs> it's not about oh, you're, you know, there's that cocky girl, you know, always blasting her own business. It's like no, good on you. Like get out there and do that because yeah, actually, I think there's that tall poppy syndrome, and sometimes people get cut down, and it gives the wrong sort of impressions. So let's let's create a confident community. Let's create an avenue where no matter where you go around Australia, you've got a great um, group of like-minded women who are either corporate trying to make the first step or, you know, just we've had women literally join and go, hey, I'm moving to Sydney, love to make some new friends. Great, great. There's a crazy bunch of girls as crazy as me here, like that sort of stuff. Like it doesn't matter. It's sort of creating a network, creating a marketplace of, you know, women who can support each other, whether it's in work or whatever. And, um, you know, who knows where this will go. Oh, I love it's amazing. that. amazing. <laughs> Yay. And we especially love um, how you mentioned the tall poppy syndrome because, I I mean, we talk about this all the time, like how people kind of get afraid to shine and to, like, share what Amazingness. is going good in their life. And, yeah. I mean, we should – And it's okay to say it's bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's shit, it's shit. Yeah. Like how do you – but how, how can you fix it? And I think that's the conversations that need yeah. to be happening in the, and having a safe space where you can feel confident yes. that you have got like-minded people going through the exact same situation to have that conversation with them. So – um, the more that we can create of that, I think the more positive impact it will have on this, the community. Totally. And we also 
I think we're probably skipping back a little bit, but we want to quickly ask about your social media sort of like platform. Like how do you use social media for OneShift? Yeah, so I think social media for us is more about um, connecting the community because, you know, there are the people of OneShift. You know, we get thirty to 40,000 people a month um, joining that marketplace and it's really about industry knowledge, um, things that are going on, also just people. It's really cool to see the stories about, you know, what people are doing and people who have, you know, uh, there was a policeman who was getting an extra job so that he could pay for his wife's dream wedding. Like, cool stuff like that that you don't care about. So, it's really about the the people of One Shift and really trying to show, uh, I guess, showcase the cool stories and also the office and all the people in it and what, you know, they're working hard to make this happen and create this lifestyle for other people. So really want to wave the flag for them and, you know, show, show people what we're all about. Yeah, it's got that like real community feel, which is just yeah. like another aspect of job hunting that never really existed. So like that's kind of yeah. epic. <laughs> you got to do that. And I think for our, you know, in our office, our values are, you know, more like team. It's um, make it happen, no bullshit, um, family first and um, test, fail, learn. And for us, you know, family first is one of the key ones. You know, we do potluck once a month. We all sit down, bring in a plate of food and all share the food around the table. And, you know, it's all about having a giggle and a laugh and having that connection and backing each other up. So, um, yeah, I think if we can get that in the community as well as in our own sort of office culture, it's really important. Totally. Oh, Definitely not only shaking up um, the job hunting business but also shaking up the whole running a business because yeah. you don't you don't <laughs> hear that very much, like that sort of community feel in the workplace. It's normally those not-so-nice stories but that's just really nice to hear that you really do value that community and, oh, I love it. Oh, they're like siblings. <laughs> they annoy me like hell but I love them today. <laughs> That is awesome. So we are nearly out of time, but we want to make sure that all our listeners can find you on the interweb. So let everyone know where they can find OneShift. Uh, they can go to OneShiftPlus.com or OneShiftJobs.com. They can also tweet me at any time at, at Ms. MS Jen, G-E-N, George, G-E-O-R-G-E. Um, any questions about, you know, like-minded bitches drinking wine or OneShift or business <laughs> advice or whatever the case, love to help out in any way. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, we do have that one final question that we like to ask all all of our guests, <laughs> what is the one mantra that you're living by right this moment? Make shit happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> that is great. I love how quick you came out with it too. No thinking about it. You knew exactly what the mantra was. Oh, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you today, Jen, and getting to know the business of One Shift. We're so grateful for your time and everything that you've shared with us and our listeners. And I know that everybody has got something from today's interview. So thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. what an inspiration Jen George is doing some epic stuff now remember to definitely join that Facebook group the like-minded bitches drinking wine it's a lot of fun and there is a lot going on every single day everybody doing amazing things and supporting each other it's a really great community we've popped the link for that Facebook group in the podcast show notes over at the blog themerrymakersisters.com it's on the homepage so be sure to check it out Now, remember, guys, if you want us to talk to a certain person, someone who's inspired you, be sure to email us at bliss at themerrymakersisters.com and we'll do our very best to get them on the show.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.